Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 It's the most wonderful time of the year, Kevin. Agreed. And this Thank is you, why. Omar. Yeah. Because we're going to recap the top 10 moments with of 2018. All right, let's take it over under. Because I haven't seen the list. Omar chose, right? Yes. Bean, you didn't have any idea, right? I had no input whatsoever right. into start, the selection. I'll start the over under. Over under. Six. You think I have six? Yeah. All right, Allie? Over. Mm-hmm. Over six. Yeah. Wow. Bean? I think six is a great guess. I know that I had a particularly terrible year this year. You did. So I'll say, <laughs> uh, I'll, say uh, I'll say under I'll say I'll, I'll say it's we're more split this year than usual. Okay. Well, I certainly hope so. All right. Okay. Well, uh, here's the breakdown. Kevin came in with nine. <laughs> oh, oh, no. No. Okay. Come oh, on. Okay. Wait, Bean okay. had a particularly uh, bad year. Yes. He said he came in with six. Which is huge for me. Oh, it I'm sorry. I it thought is. you meant out of 10. Yeah. No, no, no. I no, thought no. you this meant of the year. The total. I thought you meant <laughs> I got nine no, out of no, no, 10. No, no, no. Total. This is of the year. Woo! Yeah, total of the year. Total. All right, good. Okay. Okay. All right. Allie came in with one, and Jensen uh, with two. Ooh, a real okay, sneaky. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You've been uh, on the show for three months? <laughs> <laughs> with that said, this year, com- compared to previous years, <laughs> is a little strange because we only had 18 total. Usually, we have around 35. So wow. you guys wow. you guys were 35. You guys were a little weak sauce quantity-wise, but mm-hmm. quality-wise, you nice. guys are going to blow your minds right now. Okay, <laughs> right. let's get into it. Top 10 moments with Come on, come on, come on and have some fun because you will not believe how the Kevin and B show is so dumb. They're a little slow and definitely no wordsmiths. Come on, let's laugh. It's Top 10 moments with Of 2018. Dumb. Dumb. So, yeah, you guys are, you know, live on the radio, five hours a day, five days a week. And Thank I, you for noticing and that. And I do notice that. Um, and uh, you guys sometimes get common sayings wrong. And at number 10, here's Kevin trying to figure one out. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. And right. then to get that response just pours fire yeah. on the, on the uh, <laughs> you know, gasoline, whatever. How the, however that one works. Agreed. However that works. Yes. <laughs> that was a moment with Kevin. Uh, I mean, you know you're not going to get to it, so you might as well just bail. Absolutely. <laughs> At number nine, hey, Kevin. Oh. Oh. Whenever anything goes on sale at 10 a.m., we Come think of this. <laughs> and now it's time for a moment with Kevin. I think it's a sale uh, Friday, 10 at noon. Friday, Thank 10 you. at noon? Why would I say that? <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> That was a moment with Kevin. I sort of like that one because I turned on myself hard. Yeah, exactly. you got like, it. Like, I totally. was mad at me. Totally, yeah. totally. At number eight, hey, it's Jensen. Hey. Yes. Oh. All right. And the best part of this is Jensen's confidence. Check this out. And now, a moment with Jensen. H plus OH equals? OH2. H2O. H2O. Okay. 
Well, pretty sure that's going to get pulled. <laughs> <laughs> that was a moment with Jensen. Fantastic. Uh, Jensen truly belongs here. I do. Yeah. Yes, he does. Uh, number seven. Hey, it's Kevin again. Yay. We were doing a game for an Expendables giveaway, and this is just amazing. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. One of the members of the team is played by Stone Cold Steve Austin. Listen up. It's a hell of a clip. That's about right, though. That's about what the whole movie was like. Watch Expendables, that is. (laughs) Wait, wasn't that what the contestant was supposed to guess? (laughs) Congratulations, Gabriel, you did the drawing. That was a moment with Kevin. I get it, Kevin. So in an effort to mock Bean, I gave away the answer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. And number six, we have Bean. Yes! Okay. And he just can't come up with the words here. And now, a moment with Bean. He has a mild case of asthma, and he ended up being in the hospital as a result of an asthma attack. He he could have died had he not gotten to the hospital in time. They had to do that emergency thing where they, uh, whatever it is, they, they put on you to bring your breath back or whatever. But, <laughs> it's probably not the best description. <laughs> that was a moment with Bean. Oh, whatever. <laughs> what, uh, what, is it, what is that called? It's an inhaler, right? That's what I was looking for? I mean... Sure. I'm still Maybe. a little confused as to what you okay. meant. <laughs> uh, at number five, hey, it's Kevin again. Oh. Yeah. And this is extra spectacular because Billie Eilish is playing Absolute Almost Acoustic mm-hmm. Christmas. And this week when he got the name wrong, he also, I think, picked her as That's My Jam. He did. And he totally butchered this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. And if you win, you will get C92, which is Florence uh, Florence and the Machine. I always you call it Florence said against. and against the Machine. Mike Shinoda, uh, Billy Elliot. Um, <laughs> Billy Elliot, huh? Billy, just gonna dance Billy right Eilish. Into your heart? I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> I can barely see the paperwork. <laughs> that was a moment with Kevin. Did that more than once, too. I love yeah. that you blamed it on the paperwork. Yeah, it yeah. is. <laughs> like, well, oh, yeah. How does Billy Elliot come to your mind, though? That's you tell me. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Dance or die. Right? You know yeah. this. Oh, yeah, Thank that's you, true. That's true. That's true. Uh, here's an odd one, because you guys have been the Kevin and Bean morning show for going to be 30 years, right? Mm-hmm. Eventually, sure. And here's Bean saying this. And now, a moment with Bean. Very talented actor Dylan McDermott joins us just after nine this morning here on the K Rock uh, Morning Show. What's that? That's right, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've ever called it that. That's us. <laughs> that was a moment with Bean. How long? I, how long have you guys gone by Kevin and Bean? Uh, since the beginning. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. yeah. I am just now getting used to the new name. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And uh, Bean, like he said, he came yes. on very strong. Yeah, again so with the Bean. What at, number are we on? At number three. Yes. Ah. Here is another spectacular moment. And now, a moment with Bean. The only thing I can think is... Uh, Mistaken door, mistaken door. They, they mistaken thought they doorbell to... identity. <laughs> no, I was thinking. I, I'm not sure how to say it, but they they meant to go to somebody else's house, got the wrong uh, apartment or condo or house number, whatever you have. How about wrong address? Like that? <laughs> you know, that would have been a more succinct way to say it. <laughs> that was a moment with Bean. That was pretty sweet. That was good. That and, was good. And can I just say it was just the two of us in studio? So if I stayed silent. 
it would have been so much more painful, and I did the wrong thing by helping. Look, yeah. the rule is let them drown. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's the rule. If somebody yeah. starts going into a moment with no, no one help. Yeah. yeah, no life yeah. And it's I, difficult uh, because as a nice person, you want to help out, yeah. but it's funnier yeah. this way. Yeah, totally. I uh, do not have the best words, you guys. <laughs> you do not. And at number two, you prove that once yes! again. Yes! <laughs> Bean tries to figure out what the Afro line number is. <laughs> and now, a moment with Bean. One eight hundred five two zero one zero one one. You're not giving the wrong number. Three two three five two zero one zero six seven. That's the number for the Kevin Beat Afro Line. We have your calls on no. the air from our voicemail. That we what? No, is that not right? Three two three five two zero AFRO. Yep, that's the number oh, for the Kevin Beat Afro Line. Jesus, longest moment with ever. I am weak. <laughs> That was a moment with me. But in B's defense, we just had changed the number to that. No. So, no, uh, no. 25 years yes. ago, right? Oh, it was yeah. the same, same number. number. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay. okay, so we're going to get to number one. So far, the breakdown is four Kevin, one Jensen, and four Bean. Nice. Oh, okay. Tiebreaker. Please, come on, Bean. Come on, Here we Kevin. Go. Come on, Kevin. Has there ever been a year where I was not number one? I don't think there has. I don't think so I don't either. think there has, but... Now I'm rooting for me, oddly. I think the crown this year has been stolen from yes! Kevin. Yes! Nice! At Whoa! number one, we have Allie with Wait. her infamous Blink-182 question. No. And now, a moment with Allie. But also, you guys are posting videos like, oh, we're rehearsing for the weenie roast, and we're like... Damn weenie roast! Mm-hmm. You guys are Blink One Eighty Two. What are you doing? Like, but then it occurred to us. Oh, I guess fans really rehearse for different festivals and different situations. Which we just thought, okay, you do the same old thing every time. That was a moment with Allie. And and what wasn't a question? Congrats. Nope. Do we, do we, we even know that they were still in the room? Can, oh, they had left by that point. Okay. Can we explain why I sound so drunk there? Because you're nope. Because sure. I was wasted. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a good explanation. Yeah. Thank you. Top 10 moments with of 2018. Dumb. 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 It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K-Rock. This uh, story surprised me maybe it shouldn't because every year around the time that christmas music starts getting played on the radio i see more and more think pieces on whether it may be time to bury baby it's cold outside this is a a classic song from the 1940s that won an academy award for best song that year and it's a man and a woman who are at the end of a date and she uh, wants to go home i guess is fair to say and no. he is being pers- he's already being as wrong. persuasive as possible to get her Allie, to stay she wants to leave already wrong so anyway point is she's trying she's saying she wants to leave maybe you're saying no. her mind is saying something else but no she she is saying she wants to leave the whole point of the song is she wants to stay she wants to get down but she knows what society is going to say because the song was written in 1944 mm-hmm. so she is to keep coming up with oh well my mom's going to talk and my brother's going to talk and my my aunt is vicious and all this stuff so every time he comes back at her with the reason her whole thing is like hmm. Well, thank God okay. he just kept pushing then. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean. Thank God he didn't take no for an answer. <laughs> um, so anyway, before we get into Ali's defense of the song, just to finish the thought. So now a radio station in America very publicly has decided and they put it to their listeners and said, hey, is this song too rapey for the Me Too era? And the feedback that they got was, yes, it is. So they're not going to play it anymore. This is a W uh, D.O.K. Star 102.3 has pulled the song from the rotation. They say no more. And by the way, they're not the only radio station that has made this decision. So the discussion is, are people overreacting to this song? As Ali says, are we misrepresenting, misreading the song from its original intention, the way it was written in the 1940s? So let's hear a little bit of it. Let's go through it. You know, there are hundreds and hundreds of versions. Everybody has done this song, you know, from Willie Nelson to Rod Stewart to CeeLo Green to Garth Brooks to Amy Grant to Fantasia. I mean, there are so many versions of this. But I think we have selected the Adina Menzel and Michael Buble version. So let's go through and uh, stop and start and see what we think about it. So far, everybody happy with it? So far, we're good? So far, so good. Okay. I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I gotta go away. Baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been I'm hoping that you so dropped in. very nice. I'll hold your hands. They're just like My ice. mother will start to Beautiful, worry. what's your My father hurry? will be pacing the floor. Listen to that fireplace so really Beautiful, please don't hurry. Maybe just a half a drink more. I'll put some records oh, on while I... Okay, stop Maybe right just there. a half a drink more. Because she's okay. intimidated. Because he's in front of the door. He's not in front of the door. He's not Jensen. in front of the door. <laughs> we don't say that. that. I'm in front of the door. <laughs> I don't think. I don't believe those are the lyrics. No. I don't think anyone's suggesting no. at this point, verse one, that she's not having a great time with this dude and happy to be there. She hasn't really started to protest seriously. She did mention that her mom will start to worry, yeah. but she's a grown up. That's legit. Stop grabbing my arms. She didn't nope. say that either. <laughs> so so far, I I have no problem with the song. Let's see what happens next. Put some records on while I pour. The neighbors might think. Baby, it's bad out there. Say what's in this drink. No cabs to be had out there. Okay. Is that the problem? All right. What about the roofie, Allie? How do you defend the roofie? Uh, You're looking at it under the lens of 2018. No, CeeLo did perform this. This was (laughs) a song written in 1944. Right. Mm -hmm. That was a line that they would do in movies all the time. Like, it was under the cover of Loose Lips. Like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. (laughs) What's in this drink? It's about... You have a buzz. There's soon to be some risque behavior. What's in this drink? Oh, I'm going to make out with you. You're looking at it as 2018. It didn't mean drugging someone back then. Context matters, you guys. I I don't think it's a roofie, but I do think that there's more alcohol than she wants in the drink. She just said a line before, well, maybe just half a drink more. Yeah, and there's too much in it. Fully away. Then stop drinking it. Let's have a little pride, ladies. I'm with Allie. It sounds <laughs> it's ridiculous. like it sounds like she's just sort of tipsy and happy and at a party. And I'm I'm with Allie. I don't think that's. I don't think she's being roofied. For no, God's no sake. means no. Okay, so so far at this point in the song, Kevin, you're still playing it. You're not sure. dropping it from the playlist. Okay, let's hear some more. I wish I knew how. Your eyes are like starlight to now. break this spell. I'll take your hat. Well, Your hair you. looks swell. No, no, Mind no, if I'm moving At closer. least I'm gonna say that I oh, tried. What's the sense of... Boom! 
I ought to say no, 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 but I don't want to. But I'm going to say I tried because all of you a-holes are going to say I'm a slut. But you know what? I'll say I tried because that way I've got a little bit of cover there. No, you want to bone the dude. Stay and bone the dude. What's in this drink? <laughs> so in 1944, Allie, if I understand correctly, what you're saying is there's no way a respectable woman could have sex no. out of marriage. No, so not in 1944. Yeah. So therefore, she's basically putting, you know, looking for what her defense is going to be if Absolutely. anyone accuses her. This is a reach, Say, guys. what's in this I, drink? I, like, I don't think I this like is Allie's a reach. winning me over here, I don't by yeah. the way. I think this is a reach, Jen. I think yours is stretching it You're looking at it far. under the lens of 2018. No, I'm not. I, I'm not. I didn't think roofies. I, what I'm saying is I think that she is saying, I think it's time for me to go. And he is not even listening. He's like, your hair looks nice. Like, he's not even addressing the thing you're talking about. Well, then if, we're at any ta- point, if at any point he said, uh, don't worry about what other people think or anything along those lines, or like, oh, you know, we'll keep it between us. I'm down for that because I like adult R&B. Trust well, me. And- <laughs> I'm down for secrets to be kept in music. And they didn't say things like that no. in 1944. Well, it was all about, oh, this person's going to worry. This person's going to worry. People are going to talk. And that could be good. Maybe he should be like, you're right. Reputation sucks. It does like, sound like they're both flirting, though. It does yeah. sound like well, that to me. Well, this is the text from the 818 that just came in. Baby, it's cold outside is a classic that is flirty and sexy. Keep it on. I mean, who wrote that? And get it on, by the way. <laughs> it sounds like he did. I'm just saying, stop being such goddamn snowflakes. It's a song. Guys, it's, Chill not, even, out. it's not even a good song, one. Agreed. It's not. Agreed. It is not. Oh, it's not a good song. If we're going to lose any song, I'm fine with this one. I also just think he sounds creepy in it. I think we can ad- address the idea that it's not uh, like a problematic, rapey song, but it also just sounds weird. It's a guy trying to get laid and a girl that wants to, but she's trying to think of every reason not to because she doesn't want to feel bad because she's going to be pigeonholed as a whore of 1944. She goes on to say, well, maybe just a cigarette more. Okay, fine. Just another drink then. You're saying that he wore her down. I'm saying she wanted to be wore down. Okay. I mean, that is such a crazy subtext. Guys, if if Allie McKay's tell you anything right now, wear a woman down until she eventually is like... No, no, here's the thing. (laughs) Women know how to say no and leave. And if you don't know how to say no and leave, maybe you shouldn't be dating. And I know there's there's whole different circumstances where we get scared and we want to, like, not lead a guy on and not do this, not do that. There are ways out of situations. Okay, but let me ask this question. this is not one of them. We're out we're of time, but let me ask this question, Allie, and this is a serious question. Um, you've convinced me that the song is fine. It's sexy and flirty, and she has the ability to leave but doesn't want to, and it's going to – if it goes down, it's going to be consensual. But we can't have this conversation and explain this all every single time that song comes up in rotation on hundreds of radio stations around the country. So isn't it open to misinterpretation because most listeners are listening through the ears of a 2018 person? If you want to listen to it, go ahead you and can hear listen what you to want it. To hear. hear what you want to hear, but context matters. Period. End of discussion. It matters. And in this case, it definitely matters. But what I'm saying is people are going to hear it, and they're not going to hear this discussion. They're only going to hear it through the lens of... Everybody, this next song, Baby, It's Cold Outside. For those who worry, this song is not about rape. There is total consent between the two. It's flirty banter from the 1940s. Well, I think, Hit it, Steve. I think if you want to believe it's rapey, instead of looking at the words and looking at the context, you're going to believe it's rapey. But if you actually took the time, instead of having a knee-jerk reaction to something because someone's telling you it's rapey, then you're going to be an a-hole that has a knee-jerk reaction to everything. Hmm. Good night. <laughs> 
It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. K O Q. Q. Hey, DJ Omar Khan. <laughs> hey, good morning. How are you? We've been seeing a lot of you in this uh, room lately. I know. The listeners love it, guys. Omar is the co-host of the very popular B-Team podcast that you can get wherever you get the Kevin and Bean podcast at krock.com or Apple Podcasts or whatever. So it's he and it's Dave King of Mexico and it's Beer Mug. And it's a show about the show. Mm-hmm. They tell behind-the-scenes stories and the history of the Kevin and Bean show. How far into this are you? Like 30 episodes or something, uh, right? We just recorded episode 39 yesterday. Wow. Wow. Oh, mm-hmm. how about that? Yeah. And there's so much stuff on, I don't listen to it, but I understand there's so much <laughs> stuff on the B-Team podcast that Kevin and I have no memory of doing. Yeah, so uh, Lightning was hoarding this hard drive with a bunch of old school Kevin Bean stuff from right. the early 90s that I've been going through. And uh, last episode, episode 38, I found a bit where you guys called Latoya Jackson to talk about her country record from nashville to you so, i was like what why did why did we do that um <laughs> here, it doesn't it's sound a, like it's, something. it's an excellent question and i have some audio that okay. i want to present for you guys and i think uh michael jackson had just married um lisa marie presley oh okay. so it was to ask questions about the jackson family it's exactly okay. so what year are we thinking here omar i'm thinking 94 ish okay oh, ar- wow. around there and you guys weren't totally convinced that you guys should speak to latoya so you guys decide to on the air flip for it all right let's flip <laughs> Seriously, let's flip. Let's just call her. Oh, we have, lighting, you have a coin? I have a nickel right here. You have a nickel? All right, nickel. let's flip. Flip on whether to call a toy or not? Heads? Well, first of all, Frank, our producer in studio, are we going to get you in any kind of trouble? Who, who? What bridges are we burning here if we don't do the Latoya interview at all? Well, Latoya, she is pretty worthless. Uh, so I'll grant Kevin. <laughs> she's pretty let's set this up for the fine K Rock listening audience. Those of you who listen to this program, we think that Latoya Jackson, or at least I, this is Kevin speaking now, is a bag of hot air. Has nothing to say, and the only reason she's famous because she talks bad about her family. I agree with that. Oh, remember when she used to talk so badly about her family all the time? All the time. Ali, you remember that? Because you're don't. looking at me like I'm well, a dick. I'm just looking at you because that's your voice. That's <laughs> my voice. Uh, okay. I want to get me in on some of that so, action. Well, why would we want to talk to her? Because she has nothing to say. Heads will call her, tails we won't. All right, here we go. Heads. All right, best three out of five. <laughs> best three out of five. Are we <laughs> bypassing two out of three yeah. going right to three out of right five? Right to three out of five. Right. What am I going to tell Jack Gordon? I mean, we, don't your, we don't care. What, that's your what, problem. Uh, I dropped it there. What bridge are we burning if we... Uh... We're not. We're burning the whole... It's over that way. It's, it's So Jack Gordon... <laughs> he can't is... drop the coin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is coin. What the hell are we doing? I don't know. This is on the air, guys. <laughs> what, so we lost a coin and we're just <laughs> crawling <laughs> around on the ground? That's what's happening, guys. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would anyone listen to this? Again. Heads again. That's two. You know, if you have to go through this much trouble to decide whether to even do the interview, you really shouldn't do the interview. Tails. All right, go two to one. All right. Come on. This is it. This could be Tails. It. Tails. Two to two, oh, ladies no. and gentlemen. Oh, deciding. So it all comes down to this one right here. Come on, like this a slip of the coin. Don't make me go away on vacation. Heads! On a weekend of vacation, oh, having to talk to Latoya Jackson. Looks like we're calling Latoya Jackson. <laughs> how, about a little, how about a little canned heat while we're waiting? <laughs> What? Why? Why are we wasting Why? this this much time? We still haven't gotten got talked to Latoya. Why'd you go to Canned Heat? Why? Why'd we go to Canned Heat? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Was Bean? that a song we were playing then? I don't know. No. It's K-Rock. I don't think so, guys. You're asking us questions about a bit we did 24 Look, years we've ago. Done Why do you think so we would know this? many bits? We don't remember most listen, of this. I, love I don't it. remember but ever listen. flipping for a guest. That's Isn't that weird. Crazy? Okay. And not just flipping, bestify. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs>
And being oh, rightly pointed out, you're skipping right over yeah. two out of three. All right, let's continue. So Jack Gordon, her husband manager, is also affiliated with John Wayne Bobbitt. Oh, that's we don't want to burn the John Wayne Bobbitt bridge, that's man. The There's a lot of these big bridges we don't want. Hello? Okay. So that's how you guys got her. Uh, she was pimping out this country record. You okay. guys wanted you put the feelers up because you wanted to talk to somebody in the Michael Jackson family. Okay. Uh, about the marriage, and you finally get Latoya Jackson on the phone. Latoya Jackson. Hi. Hi there. I'm fine. How are you guys doing? We're good. We're good. Did we wake you up? No, you didn't. Okay. Latoya, have you ever heard of the band Canned Heat? They played Woodstock. <laughs> I'm afraid I haven't. You, you sound just like their lead singer. <laughs> I'm just noticing that today. You have the same voice as their lead singer. Oh, well, that's interesting. Yeah, because we were listening to your CD from Nashville to you. Oh, I see. Yeah. No, we weren't, were we? No, we weren't listening to that CD. No. Why would we oh, tell God. her that? Wait, her voice doesn't even sound like a real person, does it? It, it does She it always does had it. that little child yeah. voice. And she's pretty clueless. Really? And, yeah. <laughs> and so, so Bean tells her that, hey, your CD not only has a country vibe, but it also has a little Las Vegas feel to it. And she disagrees. And you guys decide to put her on hold and talk behind her back. Oh. Okay, hold on, Latoya. Just a minute. She doesn't sound... Can she hear us on hold? No. She doesn't she's sound like she, um, like she knows what she's talking about. <laughs> it's her album. <laughs> How can she listen to, listen to this music and tell me it's not Vegas? How can she not know it's Vegas? It's not country. She knows less about her album let's, than she does about Michael. Seriously, let's just end the conversation here and tell her things. Well, let's, a, let's just ask her about the Michael Jackson thing, though. All I right. want to find out you know, where she, how she found out about it and stuff like that. Now, my recollection is that we weren't supposed to ask her about the Jackson family. That was That's probably all what she they, wanted to do was promote yeah. her country album. Exactly. Right. And where do you guys go? <laughs> do you talk with Michael now? I haven't spoken to Michael <laughs> in a long, long time. How, how long is a long time since before the the Geraldo show? Because I know you went on the Geraldo show, and it seemed to me like you were being uh, rather unkind to your brother. Oh no. no, I wasn't being unkind to him at all. Well, I mean, you were guessing that he was abusing children, and if that were me. I don't think this is the issue or what we should be talking about because that's, you know, we started the conversation off and then now we get on the family and I thought we were talking about me and my record instead of him. But again, I'm not here to talk about my family. I want to put that behind me and I want to move forward. Are you pretty much distancing yourself from the rest of the family? So if you want to talk about them, you can you can call them and give them a call and talk to them. Okay, thank you. See you later. Boom! <laughs> Why? <laughs> wow! Yeah, I got more. Yes! I don't have time for that crap. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the exclusive Latoya Jackson interview. Why? Wow. Why would we flip a coin? I, I don't know, but I love it. I love that entire thing. We, we need, let, hey, hey, Dave, you have a Latoya Jackson's number? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Are you serious? Are you serious? K-R-O-Q. You know how sometimes it's difficult to take pictures with celebrities? <laughs> so you don't ask? You know, you know how that happens. Is it difficult to take pictures with celebrities? Don't you just hold your phone up and hit a button? You would think so, sure. Mm -hmm. But uh, I was at a party and I ran into Will Ferrell recently. Oh, yes. Wow. An old friend of the show. Spent time talking to him. He was very Come nice. On. Can we get some meatloaf? <laughs> right. So I kept thinking in the back of my head, I I should ask for a picture, but I don't want to be that guy. But he, you know, he wouldn't mind taking a picture. So. Now, let me stop you right there, right. because I know the inclination for both of us is not to bother a celebrity. Right. Not, not to engage, because we have nothing to add to their lives. Right. But 
as you mentioned, Will Ferrell has been a listener of the show and a guest on the show going back over 25 years. Yeah, he used, so, to, he used to come to nightclub things that we yeah, did. Yeah, he, he would come to our live appearances, <laughs> right. So, and God bless Will. We love Will. We'd do anything for Will. And he would do, you know, he's been he's come through for us on a number of occasions. So I feel like we kind of have a relationship with him. Right. So I feel like that's not too big an ask because that, you guys know each other. And that's what I felt like. Okay. And then we were smack talking about soccer teams. And then finally I said, look, do you mind if we take a picture? So he said, no, of course. So I put my phone up, and there, somebody texted me. And the text comes over the phone thing, so I had to use my thumb to move the text, and then it went out of camera mode. All right. So Understandable. Okay, so now there's a little pressure because you're already, now you're wasting his time, right? <laughs> now, you know how you can use the volume up button to take the picture? Right. So I hold the phone away from me so that we can both fit because his head is huge. Yeah. And I try to push that button. and I Hot fr- meat kettle, by the way. His head is huge. <laughs> right, exactly. Come on now. So I try to push the uh, volume up, but I pushed at the same time the power button on the right. <laughs> so it shut down the camera again. <laughs> now, all of a sudden, there's a tremendous amount of stress and anguish that comes into this that really shouldn't. Oh, yeah. Look, after two attempts right. with a big star, it's flop sweat time. Look, Bean and I literally boo people. That don't, that don't have their phones ready. Just mostly to be funny. But right. I, you, you realize like, okay, this is ridiculous. And now I'm wasting his time and because I, I don't know how to work my phone, which I totally know how to work. <laughs> right. I've taken a picture. I've taken pictures with people a hundred times. Right. So, if it hadn't been Will Ferrell, right, you would have been able to take that picture on the first attempt. Probably. Or I would have bailed. I just would have said, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Don't worry about it. Right. So then I finally took a picture and it was, um, well, I mean, it was... Completely blurry. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I believed you when you said it was Will Ferrell. Oh, no, the one you saw wasn't the blurry one. Oh, really? That was the clear one. Oh, because that one, it was barely Will Ferrell. Right, exactly. <laughs> so so I took the blurry one, and then the pressure added more like, I, I'm really sorry, but th- I know this was the third try, but that photo was blurry. Can we take another one? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. See, you got more balls than I do. See, I don't know if it's balls or stupidity. What's Will doing? What's he saying? He's being. Is he, he, is he looking at his watch? Nice. No, he couldn't be more nice. He's is he, like, don't oh, worry about uh, it. there's somebody over there I need to go talk to. <laughs> no, you would. I mean, you think you picture that that's what's going through their minds. Sure. But we'd talked for a little while, and he was being really cool, and he was being patient. It's not like he was saying anything that made mm-hmm. me feel all that pressure. But you do feel a tremendous amount of pressure to take that picture. Absolutely. And then you get the blurry one, and you go, well, I do post blurry photos. That does make me laugh, but. I'd like a real one, so I asked him again. <laughs> and then I took the one that I posted. And I just want to say to everybody that we've booed through the years, <laughs> sorry about that, because there's a lot of pressure. And I didn't realize that until I crumbled in front of Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell spent 40% of his adult life waiting for you to take his photo. Right, and I apologize to Will as well. These DJs are superstars. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. Uh, we had our friend Eliza Schlesinger on the program yesterday. Hilarious comedian, good friend of the show. I cannot recommend her new Netflix special, Elder Millennial, more highly than I am. It is the best thing she's ever done, and it's uh, available now, so check it out. But while she was in here in the st- uh, studio talking about the special, she mentioned that she had recently sat on an airplane. And, Kevin, you, you, you try to never chat with the person in the seat next to you if you can help it, right? I don't know. I just feel like it's small talk. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And where you're from? Okay. Where you're from? What do you do? Okay. What do you do? Okay. And then you're out. So yeah. I just put on my headphones and watch something on my iPad. Mm-hmm. You rarely make a lifelong friend right. because you're sitting next to them at a plane. Right. 
Well, she got to talking, and the small talk revealed that they were mutual fans of each other. It turns out that he was a big fan of her comedy, and she was a big fan of his music because he was Butch Walker. Now, Butch Walker uh, was, uh, had that K-Rock song Freak of, a, Freak of the Week a few years ago, a number of years ago, if you remember that. But then he's gone on to become a singer-songwriter. He's written and produced for everybody from Pink to Panic at the Disco to Fall Out Boy to Taylor Swift. I mean, he's one of the big names in songwriting in, in America today. So she had a very pleasant experience. But that got us to thinking, everybody flies. At some point, have you maybe sat next to a celebrity? Who was it and what was it like? I don't think I ever have. That's so but, surprising. But again, to me. I don't really pay attention. And that might be a surprise to you anybody. as well. You don't recognize anybody. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. You could have been sitting next to Jimmy Carter and you wouldn't know who he was. Who? Exactly. <laughs> Allie, you've sat next to celebrities, I'm sure, in your life. You my fly, my last, last flight from New York out to LA, I was sitting one. Bobo. No, not Bobo. <laughs> okay. I wish. I love Eric <laughs> Bobo. Bong. Not Bong Bong either. I, I sat right behind Jesus. Wow, that's quite uh, which a... Which is weird. I was like, can't you kind of fly and stuff? <laughs> um, no, it was Harry Connick Jr. Oh. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're I, not at all attracted to him. Uh, who would be? <laughs> Here's the thing. I did something that I rarely do. I stopped myself from saying to this man... I put on When My Heart Finds Christmas, your album from the 90s, every time I decorate my house for Christmas. You didn't say that. I didn't I'm say so it because I was like, you'd be such a dork. Right. But I honestly. Think he would have, I think he would have appreciated that compliment. I think he would have. He would have asked to move. Well, he, I think. he could By the have. way, that's one of the best Christmas albums Thank ever. Thank you. When My ever. Heart Finds Christmas, it's delightful. Yeah. Oh. It's different seeing a celebrity on the plane and mm-hmm. sitting next to the celebrity and having the opportunity to actually have a conversation with. Right. Like I did with David Crosby and his wife. Yes. Do yes, you remember exactly. that? Tell I, us that story. Yeah. I was a, a little kid. I didn't know any better, but I was super pumped that he was sitting next to me. Okay. So when he went to the bathroom, I said to his wife, what is it like being married to Gallagher? And she died laughing. My mom and dad were mortified. Like, oh, our kid's an idiot. He came back from the bathroom. She told him he was dying. He thought it was the greatest thing ever. I still, it is as, the greatest thing as ever. As a little kid, I was like, but seriously, the watermelon, you make him put on a raincoat. He's like, nope, I'm David Crosby. So that, that was dumb. <laughs> Pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, so do you have to have sat next to the person? I guess that's what my question is. I mean, I think if we, yeah, but in perfect. That's yeah. what we're yes. looking for. Not, yeah. just you, not just you saw a dude on a plane. Right. Mm-hmm. Because remember last year I saw, at the time, I didn't even know John Boyega's name. It was before that Star Wars movie come out, or maybe a year and a half ago. And I just said, I saw the Black Stormtrooper on a plane. Yes. And I was so excited. And he but, had a Stormtrooper backpack. <laughs> he had a Stormtrooper backpack, exactly, before the movie came out. Right. So that's not what we're looking for. We're looking for you sat next to somebody, had a conversation. Let's take one before the break because this is awesome. Evan, line one, Los Angeles. This is a dream come true, I think. Take it easy, Bean. It really was. In night, you guys might remember there were there have been strikes where we didn't have the regular flight attendants. This was a time when people were not the regular flight attendants. So back of the plane, there's people just pulling booze off the carts. And next thing I know, I'm standing next to David Byrne of the Talking Head. Oh, come on head. with the come on. I swear to God. That's pretty strong. Now, now he, he, yeah, he seems like the kind of guy, if you know, if he was up for talking to you, that it would be a fascinating conversation because he's so intelligent and interesting and interested in so many things. 
and here's the thing. He was interested in the people around him, and we all had a lovely conversation. He's exactly as you said. That's He's awesome. Incredibly smart. It was right after talk to stop making sense. He was great. Wow. Was he wearing a huge suit? Do you remember? <laughs> no, he was in a T-shirt, but I was thinking of a suit. You're right. <laughs> All right. Thank you for the call, Evan. You sat next to a celebrity on a plane. We want to hear your stories next on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. Eliza sat next to a famous musician on her flight. She was telling us about it yesterday when she was in. So we started asking, who have you sat next to on a plane? Robert writes in from uh, Huntington Beach. I sat in front of Conan O'Brien from a flight from Heathrow once. Met him in baggage claim. Super nice guy. Allie should meet him. Oh, man. <laughs> Allie, you should. I Can you know. imagine if Allie got on a plane and she was walking down the aisle and she got in her seat and Conan O'Brien was Yeah, she would make him her. stop and she would get off the plane. I would. I'd be like, I can't. I can't. <laughs> she pulled the chute. And just slide down. So, so, I'm getting sweaty thinking about it. <laughs> Let's go to Jackie Redondo Beach Line 2, please, up first on the Kevin Bean Show in this segment. What celebrity did you sit next to, Jackie? Muhammad Ali. Oh, wow. Oh, man. <laughs> That's strong. I mean, it, I kind of, it kind of matters how long ago it was, but tell us about it. It was back in the 80s, early 80s. Sweet. Okay, sweet. And we were flying... Um, southwest from las vegas to la so it was a three-seater there's no first class and it was my husband and i and muhammad ali seated together <laughs> that's amazing why is muhammad ali flying southwest in the 80s we know. all flew southwest oh you and i did of course yes. he's muhammad ali and how how was he how did he see was he did he chat he with was, you guys he was a lovely sweet gentleman who was funny Told jokes, did magic tricks. He my did magic his... tricks. Oh my God, this is the yeah. best. How many people can say Muhammad Ali did magic tricks for me? Oh, that's insane. And my husband put his fist up at one point, and Muhammad Ali put his fist up, and it looked like a ham next to a bun. You know, it was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you? Uh, this was way before everybody had a phone of you know a phone with a camera in their pocket. But is there any right. way you got a picture of that? No, of course not. But I do have, um, he gave us autographs. He um, wrote a small poem to the autograph that I asked for for my nephew. Wow. So Unbelievable. We have a little poem written and signed by Muhammad Ali. He was the nicest guy. Thank you for sharing that story with us, Jackie. We really appreciate it. Muhammad Ali arguably was for a long time literally the most famous man on the planet. Oh, yeah, I agree. Definitely. And how, he doesn't have to be, A, he doesn't have to be flying Southwest, and B, he certainly doesn't have to be nice to Jackie. Doing husband, magic. Sure. Yeah. Doing by all magic. accounts, that's just who he is just wow, that's great that's amazing yeah. all right let's go to dave please line six dave's calling us from santa barbara this morning here on the kevin beach show hey dave thanks for calling in holding on what celebrity did you find yourself sitting next to on a plane why do you jerks have to put me on after muhammad ali <laughs> <laughs> why is your is yours not gonna hold up uh well i don't know if he holds it up anymore ron jeremy uh coming back from uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That's no way to follow up Muhammad Ali. I don't know uh, if he holds it up anymore. So Dave. was that was that in your mind? Was that, oh, this is going to be fun. I can't wait to ask all the questions I've always wanted to ask the most famous porn star in the world. Or was that, oh, don't make me sit next to the smelly guy? Well, it was a funny So I went in there, and uh, they overbooked a flight. And the guy, you know, he's very frugal with his money. Mm -hmm. So he put himself on standby, but... They overbooked a flight. I was a frequent flyer, so they bumped me up to first class. I was getting my ticket, and he's at the counter. I look over at him. 
and I look at the the, the, uh, the you know person give me the ticket. I'm like, whatever you do, don't sit me next to him. You know, pointing at Ron and uh, you, you were know, joking or not? You were joking? I was joking. Okay. You know, I sit down. He upgraded himself to first class to Love get it. a guaranteed seat on the flight, and he's sitting next to me. Love it. Did he do magic so, for uh, you? <laughs> I don't want to no. know his magic. <laughs> did he, did you hold yours up next to his and it looked like a butt and a ham? <laughs> well, the funny thing about it was he uh, a seat opened up in coach, and they came up and asked him if he wanted to coach. And he's like, can I get my money back? And they're like, yeah. So he took the blanket the pillow and the headphones from first class and went to coach. Oh, oh wow. He probably, right now today, he's going, I sat next to this a-hole named Dave, and I went in back and coached because it was so bad. <laughs> That's right. All right, Dave, great call, sir. All right. Uh, How wow. are we not going to line four? Let's go to line four, then. <laughs> Come on. All right, I mean, none of, none of our listeners knows who any of these people are, but sure, Allie, we'll go to line of four. Of course they do. <laughs> Ryan and Villa Park, hi. Hey, um, yeah, it was uh, it was actually pretty awful. All these other stories are fantastic, but I got I got upgraded to first class, and I was in line of sight right next to Little Richard and uh, Charo. Come and on, it, it, Little Richard and Charo. It, that's the yeah, love it was, boat. It, it, was, it was going from Atlanta to L.A., so it was a long flight, and. Charo the whole time is just head on a swivel looking for anybody who knows who she is. Oh. And then, was she and, talking the whole time? Oh, Did she bring out her flamenco guitar just oh, to draw attention God. to herself? God. She yes. talked the whole and, flight, didn't she? And yes, and all the old, all the older people in coach came up with their grandkids who have no idea who she is, and she's doing the like coochie coochie. It's like, oh, it was awful. It was awful. <laughs> I love it. I, I would have, I would have died if I got the opportunity to meet Little Richard. It would have blown my mind. But I think uh, Ryan didn't feel that way. He is he is one of the only rock and roll legends from the 1950s that's still alive, you know? So that would have been amazing to see him. But great call. Thank you very much. I insist we do just one more real fast. Let's make it Barbie Line H, please. Let's talk about the biggest star in the world at the height of his fame. And you get on a plane, Barbie, and you're sitting next to who? I'm sitting next to Eddie Murphy back in 1987. Oh, wow. Like the guy, yeah, like the guy just said... Um, I was the only white girl in first class because his whole entire entourage was with him. Mm -hmm. And we just took off from LAX to go to New York City, and we lost an engine. And so the captain comes on and says, ladies and gentlemen, we just lost an engine. We're going to have to dump some fuel into the Pacific Ocean and head back to LAX for emergency landing. Eddie Murphy got up, didn't miss a beat, and went throughout the plane entertaining everyone. No Is that right? It is true. And just like doing comedy back, and working the crowd? Just working the crowd. Because awesome. you're everybody circling down. for a long time. That's yeah. awesome. And was working the crowd, going back into coach, telling everybody, you know, just trying to get them to calm down because everybody was panicking. And I got to New York City because we had to get off that flight and get on another flight. So when I got to New York City, the next day I went into the grocery store, and there it was on people. Eddie Murphy in tragic plane crash entertains folks while they're dying to their death oh no <laughs> a lot of death talk in that headline yeah none of which happened <laughs> that's amazing i uh i think we heard from, from some people talking about nice celebrities today right in it. general sounds like it's a good deal if you sit next to one thanks for calling everybody it's kevin and bean on k-rock 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 Q. maybe a raccoon or a story about a dog maybe a baboon or a story 
story about a frog. A story about a cat or a pizza rat. A story about a minx or a story about a lynx. Animal stories in the news. Animal stories to cure your blues. Animal stories just for you. Let's find out what they're up to. We're out of time. Dave, thank you for coming in. I'm sorry we didn't get a chance to get to your story. The uh, It's a great week in animal stories, you guys, and we got to start in France. Um, I'm sure you saw the story of the horny dolphin that is terrorizing the French coastal town. Did see that. Uh, the lovelorn dolphin, whose name is Zafar. Zafar, are you with me? Are you listening to the program today? Zafar has prompted a French coastal town to ban bathing on its beaches. They've cleared the beaches because of this overexcited dolphin that is trolling the uh, trolling the water there. The uh, mayor, <laughs> the mayor, she needs it. She needs it bad. The mayor has issued a ban on voluntarily approaching within 50 meters of the dolphin and has outlawed all bathing and diving from the district's beaches whenever the animal spotted in the local waters. By the way, Zafar. What have you been doing? You've been bumping up against boats and swimmers, too? You even lifted a woman up with your snout? A specialist in marine manholes. Someone give the dolphin some. Nearby said the dolphin could accidentally cause serious injuries with her tail fin. So I, I guess be careful, you guys. I just, I've never heard of not being able to go to the beach because of a sex-crazed dolphin. Yeah, that is odd. But it does sound like fun. Well, good good luck, Safara. I hope you find somebody. I hope you saw this was video. That thank you? It was. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Ellie. I hope you guys saw this video. It went viral a few days ago. Uh, I have never, uh, well, I've never read nor seen The Shining. And I know that makes me a bad person. You're a terrible person. I know. It's one of the all-time classic movies. Next time you're yelling at Allie for what she hasn't seen. Thank you. Look, you can't see them all, as Allie always says. Uh, It's the Stanley Hotel is the real-life location where the Shining movie was shot with Jack Nicholson. And in that movie, of course, there's uh, a torrent of blood that takes over the elevator. There's those creepy twin girls down the hallways. Well, that's the same hotel that was in the news. And this video is amazing because in the middle of the night in the lobby, a bear (gasps) walks through the doors and just takes its time strolling around the entire lobby, gets up on the couch, Gets up on the coffee table. Get the remote, watch TV. I it didn't love sit out and watch TV, just looking for food. Allie, did you see the video? No, I can't wait. I love it's, bears. It's so crazy. They have surveillance video in the lobby there, and he eventually does just leave on his own. He just walks his way out. The manager of the hotel said, Yeah, the hotel is next to a national park, so wildlife is part of the gig. Hey, but, I mean, so that... keep your doors closed. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think, you know how hotel how hotels are? You just kind of push on the doors. They're not locked at night. You just yeah. push them, and a bear could easily do that. But at least he didn't find any food, and better, at least there weren't any people in there. That could have been an ugly encounter. Could have been red rum. I got, Exactly, right? See, I understand the reference, even okay. though I didn't see the thing. Uh, one more bear story, by the way, and I need to find out more details on this. So a lot of bears up in uh, your folks' uh, part of the wo- uh, country, right? Alley up in Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, a lot of bears up sure. there. Sure. This lady is 71 years old, and she gets up on the morning of July 17th, and she discovers that there is a black bear in her kitchen who attacks her in her own kitchen. Oh, no. And she loses an eye. Oh, no. Which is awful. 
she's trying to get out of there. She does get away from the bear. Miraculously, she doesn't get killed, and she is able to call 911, and they do send they do send the police out. The bear is still in the home when they arrive. Apparently, he could get in, but he couldn't get out or something like that. Mm-hmm. So they're able to take him out of there. She says, I don't, look, I don't blame the bear. It's just bears being bears. I'm not going to let anything get me down. So she's got a fantastic attitude about it. But, I mean, we always talk about how random life is. She woke, She's a 71-year-old woman who just wakes up and goes down for coffee in her home. And the next thing you know, she's on the ground and a bear is taking her eye out. Minus wow. an eye. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, you can only look at it as she's lucky. You know what I mean? Even though that's a horrible thing that happens. I was going to say, yeah. bragger. You can only look <laughs> at it. Ugh. All right, Dave, get ready. I'm going to need you here in a second. There is a an accident-prone koala bear in Australia. South Australia at the Fauna Rescue who has now been rescued for the third time. This this is a very unlu- unlucky koala. First, he was found at the bottom of a tree back in January of 2016, unresponsive. Subsequently, he spent a week at the Fauna Rescue until he was well enough to be released back into the wild. So they thought, well, I don't know what happened there, but he seems okay. By the way, uh, the koala does not have a name here, so we'll just call him Dave. Dave, what happened that time you were at the bottom of the tree? Do you know? <laughs> is that really what koala sounded like? <laughs> it is What's okay, happening th- right now? I, know, I feel you, like he's filled with the devil. <laughs> is that unlucky? what koalas sound like? Yeah. Really? Uh, I asked Dave because he's been to Australia. He's partnered with koalas. In an unlucky twist of fate, the Fauna Rescue then had to care for the same koala bear again in November of 2016 after he was hit by a car. <gasps> he spent more time in their care and then was okay and released This is again. a dumb koala bear. Yeah, well, he's I don't, real dumb. I don't, I don't know what's going on. So now he's back in the news, and you have to see the photo. It's the cutest thing. He was rescued again this week because he tried to climb under a fence to go somewhere. And then he sat up, and he got his head caught <laughs> in the fence. And oh, it's the dear. dumbest thing you've ever seen because there's like a like like five inches at the bottom of the fence between the bottom of the fence and the ground. So he shimmied under and then sat up, and now his head got caught in the bars. All he has to do is sit back down. He just has to lower his head. He can climb <laughs> under the fence, but he doesn't know that. What a dumbass. He is a dumbass. <laughs> the article says he doesn't have the brains to bob back down and get out. Oh Some are considering that maybe he missed his volunteer friends at the fauna rescue and he wanted them to visit oh. again. He was quite calm. He was just sitting there as if he knew them and wow. let them take him uh, and let them free him from, from the fence. Your final thoughts, Mr. Koala. <laughs> That's not an exciting animal mm. news. No. I, I, I think we may need, may need to go back to the dolphin for to close this segment of Animal Stories out. There you go. This has been Animal Stories. Animal Stories in the news. Animal Stories to cure your blues. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I didn't want to do this story. I don't... Well, it, Who's I making you? Ha- be- the, Allie, you know what I'm talking about. I, there's, it's nope. unavoidable. The kids insisted. All they do is write to us and say, can't wait to hear you guys talk about this. Please do the story. I mean. So you don't our, have a choice. It, I don't have a choice. It's our brand. Okay. okay. Sometimes I, we don't love our brand. Mm, right. But sometimes is, your brand makes us gag. <laughs> <laughs> this is our lot oh, in no. life. And again, I, it is, it's not my choice. I don't want to do it. But I have to. It's a responsibility to the kids. All just, right? a, just a note. I, that's still okay. okay. All right. Okay. 
The uh, the headline is uh, doctors remove a live worm crawling under woman's face. Now, don't no, automatically. We don't, don't need to talk about that. Don't in automatically think that it's horrible. Okay, it wasn't, no, because it, it could be really great. No, no, it wasn't great, but there's no harm, no foul. She's fine. Okay, and and and, and apparently, when this happens, and it happens infrequently, but more frequently than than it used to, apparently, you are fine. It's inconvenient and it's a little bit scary, but there's no damage done. All right, so I'm I'm, I'm putting the upside on. On it first, okay, right? that's the upside. Uh, a Russian woman bugged by a strange lump on her face was even more shocked to discover the cause a live worm. According to the New England Journal of Medicine, the 32-year-old woman first noticed strange nodules below her left eye. She took a picture of it, by the way. It later moved above her eye and then down to her upper lip. The moving now, part would really disturb me. Yeah, and if you <laughs> saw her lip... It's like out to here. Oh, it, it is, is disgusting. Now, it would disturb you, yes, Kevin, if you knew it was a worm. Wouldn't it confuse you if you didn't make the connection in your head to I have a live animal living inside my face? I, I think <laughs> I think the fact that it's moving would lead me to at least guess that maybe that's what's happening because Injuries I, don't move for the most part. Yeah, I pretty much stay where they are. I think I would be slow on the uptake on that one. I don't think I think it would take me a long time to. If it realize. was under your eye and it went all the way to your lip, you I wouldn't would be, think. That's I'm weird. Du- I'm really dumb, you guys. She told doctors the nodules appeared after she visited a rural area outside Moscow, where she was bitten repeatedly by mosquitoes. The nodules caused occasional itching and burning, but she said she had no other symptoms. So doctors identified the suspect, which is a long parasitic roundworm. Mm called the Durafilaria repens. It typically is spread by mosquitoes and hosted by dogs and other carnivores. They removed the squirming lump. God, I love that. The squirming nope. no, lump. No, that's mm. terrible. Oh, that's Who's rich. hungry? That is... Ain't nobody got time for this. That is rich. Uh, from the woman's face using local anesthetic and a pair of forceps. It could have been worse, by the way, according to a physician who studies infectious diseases in Rostov, Russia. She told NPR that in 20% of cases... The worms can move considerable distances. They can start in your upper eyelid and travel your body all the way down to your buttocks. Oh, my God. Allie's showing me a picture. Oh, Oh. this is gross. Yes. Even worse, the worm can live up to two years in the human body if it isn't removed. All right, then. And that is right. All right, then. She is, uh, she is fine, by the way, again, and I led with that, just so you know it's not a terrible story, but it's not great. Mm-mm. It's not what you want. No. It's, it's not what you choose. Mm-mm. But doctors do recommend that if you have this, it's easier to diagnose and help the doctor quickly identify that it is this parasitic worm if you do take selfies along the way as it moves around your face and or body. So that's good advice for the listeners. Right, sure. Well, now we have to worry, like, oh, you have a bump under your eye. Could that be a worm? And and you're looking at it every single day to see if it didn't move a little bit? And then you get a zit over here. You're like, it moved over there. (laughs) I mean, now I'm terrified. This isn't good. This is a terrifying, horrible story. The Kevin and Bean Show is cool. I'm guessing it's many things. Cool is probably the one thing it's not. It's not. The world famous K-Rock. Believe it or not, this is Christmas music related, but I did not see this. What? Allie sent it to me. Mm. There are a lot those of, of you that those of you that don't know Bean well, uh, there's nothing that you can say, hey Bean, have you heard Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> yes. I saw that three days ago. Nothing on any mm. topic, let alone Christmas music. Well, yeah. I like to see it topical. That was one of that was one of the first things I noticed working here. Is that right? I was like, what services he signed up for? <laughs> what, what, what you can't thing? surprise Bean with anything. I like to see her. 
Uh, Christmas music is my uh, sure. is my passion, though. It's how I spend my uh, my spare time throughout the years. I work <laughs> on my Christmas music playlist. I I go and, and search the internet and look for Christmas songs I, I that I like that I can add to my. Did you playlist. ever start the the podcast three hundred? Uh, Christmas music, three hundred and sixty-five days. No, a year? because you know it's tough to put uh, to put copyrighted oh, music copyright, on a podcast. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, Ali sent me this list, and this is uh, in not any particular order, but the uh, the editors and writers from the St. Louis Dispatch newspaper yeah, have put Google together alert. their list of of the worst Christmas songs that people love. Okay, in other words, these are that these are love. classic. These aren't okay. obscure Christmas songs for the most part. There are a couple that maybe not everyone's going to be familiar with, but most for the most part, these are classic songs that get played on the radio. That people love, but just as many people or more people hate too. Now, was this before or after the new William Shatner album? <laughs> <laughs> I think this was before, Jetson. Okay. And I, I take some exceptions with this list because there are songs on this list that I adore. There are also songs that they are spot on that are terrible. But the worst Christmas song of all time is 12 Days of Christmas by anyone, and that's not even on this list. And that's horrible. That is absurd. Mm -hmm. That's a terrible song that goes on for a billion years. It only lasts a billion years, though, in its defense. (laughs) And it couldn't be more repetitive. It is the row, row, row your boat of December. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So I just thought we'd play some quick clips of some of these songs and see if you would put them in terrible songs or if they're Christmas songs that you don't mind hearing. Well, it sounds to me like this category is both. They're terrible songs that you like. This is the the editors of the St. Louis Dispatch, though. They say these are these are the songs they hate. Each one, okay. All the reporters and editors nominated a song that they hate. Even Jim. Jim especially. <laughs> Jim <laughs> hates everything. Does you he? Guys. Is yeah, that guy? He's huh. such a um, here's uh, here's the first one. And again, this was. I think this is going to be split right down the middle. I love this song, Kevin. I think you hate it. Okay. <laughs> I mean that's that's Paul McCartney. Yeah. And people are really split on this song. What do you think, Jensen? What do you think, Allie, on Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney? I go in the good pile. I agree. I love it when yeah. it comes on. I always enjoy it. Are we in a song. pile? Yeah, I'm making yeah, piles. I think I'm so. doing it. By the way, I'm sure this isn't true anymore in the age of streaming music, but if you go to the Wikipedia page for Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney, Last time it was updated, it said he made around $400,000 a year, every year, from that song. Wow. From that song of, alone? Yes, because mm-hmm. of that song and the and the hundreds of cover versions of that song. I need to write a crappy version of a Christmas song. <laughs> here's a uh, here's another uh, classic Christmas song that's been around for 60 years. I love it. What do you guys think about Little Drummer Boy? Any thoughts on Little Drummer Boy? Uh, it's not a good song. It's yeah, not good. It's I, a bad downer. pile. Yeah, it's a downer for me. Is it a downer? If you yeah. listen to the lyrics, it's about yeah. the little kid who goes to visit the baby Jesus and yeah. doesn't have any money. But to who listens gift? to the lyrics? You're just like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and he 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 didn't. Like people were busy with like frankincense and myrrh. That kid didn't show up. Also, not a good yeah. drummer. There's no good no. drumming in that song. Agree. <laughs> you know, I never realized that. All right, here's one you may not know. It's a country classic, though. Most recently done by uh, Alan Jackson. The original was done by John Denver, though. Here's how this one goes. How quick can I put it in the bad part? Right. What is this? Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. No, sir. <laughs> and then he said, I don't want to see my mommy cry. <laughs> yes. That's the best song ever. That is so dark. That honestly was too real. <laughs> <laughs> Flashing you back to your childhood. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, oh, we're going to run out of time on no, this. No, we're we, not. We, we may have to roll this over. You we can guys. do okay. that. We can keep going. Because I, I do. I, when uh, you did bring up Little Drummer Boy, I do want to bring the Justin Bieber Busta Rhymes version into the mix I'm as well. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, so maybe we do do this later okay. also. Okay, go on. Really? They did one too? <gasps> yeah. All right, here's another all-time classic. You don't hear it as much as you used to, but it, 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 it was on the radio for decades and decades. Do you guys know uh, I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas? Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> Uh-huh. I sense that you couldn't hit the radio button fast no, enough if that cable had counted. I'm out. That is a 10-year-old Gayla Peavy from back in 1953, who I have followed her uh, career since. Of course oh, you have. My God. <laughs> and she is still alive. And in fact, from time to time, they fly her no. to various no. zoos around the world. I'm sorry, zoos? <laughs> yes, when they get a new hippopotamus. She's there for the unveiling of the hippopotamus to the public oh. because she's the I want a hippopotamus for Christmas lady. And she does the song even at an old age? Yes. Oh, yes, that same does. voice. Yeah. Oh. In that same voice. A little dress. And like a lollipop. <laughs> so that's only uh, that's only four. That's a little less than half. Please. Should we take a break? And come yes. Back and yes. Do some more? Uh, yes. Yes. Please. All yes. right. We'll be right back. I really don't like any of them. The Kevin and Bean Show. How can you say that, bro? So maybe they're not politically correct, but it's funny. <laughs> K Rock. All right. We're talking about a list in the St. Louis Dispatch newspaper where everybody who uh, contributes to the paper there contributed a song that they hate, a Christmas song that they hate that other people seem to really, really like. All right, let's get back to the list. This, again, was nominated by a writer for the St. Louis Dispatch. I think this is going to be very controversial in the room. There are reasons why some people hate this song. What do you guys think about Begging Dade? Especially the part where Bono says, what's the line? Tonight, thank God it's them and not us, or whatever it is. But tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. Yes. Yeah. I thought you said, "What do you think of Begging Dave?" Me I'm too. Like, Who's Begging Dave? Band-Aid. I said Band-Aid. Uh, didn't no, sound you like didn't. it at all. Uh, either way, it's in my bad pile. <laughs> oh, I Same. love it. No, I love it. Love. And there's, what do you think, Kevin? Ooh. Do they think? Do they know it's Christmas? You won't listen to that when it comes out. No. Because a lot of people love it because they, rem- they have fond memories of it coming out with the video and Boy George and George Michael and the police and everybody else being in it. You know, it was kind of a big event, a big deal at the time. But I think being like you described that you like too much music. I think I like too little just because yeah. you've heard everything so many times and then there's mm-hmm. no good new stuff. And I just, I probably like less than the That one's been person. ruined for you just oh, for being played yeah. for the last 30 years. Yes. And there's also something about... These are people in Africa who really, they're not, they're probably not Christians. So why would they care if it's Christmas? You know what I mean? There's a little bit of that going on, too. Jesus. Wow. No, but I'm serious. I, I, but I mean, Christmas is... Yeah, plot twist. A lot of people that aren't Christians for not religious I don't know. Is it big in Africa? Well, I don't know. Okay, I don't it know It might either. have been after this song because they didn't know yet. Here's a uh, here's an all time uh, classic that, that we used to play here on the Kevin and Bean Show back in the '90s. But for some reason, and I can't put my finger on it, it's fallen out of favor a little bit. It's from the great Tiny Tim. Oh, oh this is Santa Claus saying I won't be around this year. I'm a bit sick. Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. Yeah, I don't feel like that. What? And yeah, he won't song, be around that. to spread his Christmas cheer. That's wait, not that's, real. Wait, you've never heard that? No. Yeah. Allie's that, never heard that. That's going in your bad pile, Jensen? No, no, no. I was saying I know it. 
but I think it's, I mean, I love it. I was just saying, I, I know the song. I just think it's so funny because Tiny Tim, it's like, he, this came out of nowhere. You know yeah. what I mean? That's the guy with the little ukulele? Yeah, this is late career Tiny Tim, which was a lot different than Tiny Tim. Better Tiny Tim. Yeah, he got real weird at the end. <laughs> Possibly the most famous ukulele player of all time, by the well, way. Well, until you start. Right. Until, until mm. I get going. i got to get that lesson going. All right, here's another one that doesn't get played very much anymore. Ali, you would have heard this for years growing up listening to, if you listen to K-Earth, for instance. This was all the way back in the 1960s by a singer named Lou Monty. Hey, jingy dee jing It's down. Do they fly this guy to every donkey petting zoo? <laughs> I don't every know. donkey show. What? <laughs> no, he's not playing donkey that? shows. I've never, Dominic the donkey. I've never heard that. He's huge in Tijuana. <laughs> it was a classic that was played for 40 years, Kevin. No, and his follow-up, Pepino the Italian Mouse, too, by the way. Oh, oh sure. He hit the well twice. All right, uh, two more on the list. By the by way, way, we and can do this all day. This right? is the I know, best segment. I know. Yeah. This is uh, this is one that I got to be honest. I hated from the minute I heard it, and it was so popular. It was turned into a TV show. It was turned into a movie. Y'all remember El- Elmo and Patsy? Grandma got run oh, over yeah. by a reindeer. This is the one I was going to suggest. Yeah, it's my bad pile. I mean. I don't think it gets played much anymore, but do you remember how you couldn't oh, get away from this song? Yeah. As a little kid, I lived for this song. Like that, It was so funny. Really? Yes. As what a kid, was your, sure. As a little what, kid. What was your ruling on whether you should open up the grandma's gifts or send them back? Oh, yeah. You open them. <laughs> you open them up. Yeah, for sure. And send I say, them back. Don't take you out at the end. <laughs> and I saved the worst for last. Oh, you, you did? Know, it what is... about the donkey? That's not the worst for last? <laughs> no, I saved the worst for last because uh, it's very difficult. As Kevin mentioned, there are very few new Christmas songs that come out that become standards. Obviously, Mariah Carey in the last 25 years, has she's created a monster that's going to live forever. Sure. All I Want for Christmas mm-hmm. is, is You. It's one of the best Christmas songs of all time, in my opinion, by the way. Here's one of the uh, only other few songs that has broken through and be- has become a modern standard that gets played every year, and it's that goddamn Christmas shoes song oh, no. by New Song, which oh, I no. couldn't hate anymore. Let's hear a little of that, shall we? Sure, I wanna buy <laughs> little kid at a store buying shoes at the counter. It's Christmas Eve, and these <laughs> shoes are just her size. Oh, the shoes are just her size. What's she gonna be wearing them for? Do you think? <laughs> <Could> you <hurry laughs> Oh, what's the rush? Daddy <laughs> says there's not much time. Not much time? Why? What's mom got going on? She's been sick for quite a while. Oh, she's sick? No, these shoes will make us How will the shoes help her? One or two to be If mama meets Jesus tonight. Oh. F you right in those shoes. <laughs> oh, right? Can you do that? He wouldn't care oh. about the shoes. Come right? on. That's not how Jesus works. I'm no. sure of it. Um, I, I cry every time. I'm I sorry, Ali. No, you don't. Yes, I do. It's the worst. It's the most oh, manipulative. Ali is literally crying. It's a Hallmark She's Christmas make movie. Jesus, and she wants to make. Oh, she Jesus has never God. shown any emphasis towards shoes. It's not me. It's sa- save the money. It's my favorite part of the show when they have the crazies on. I know. I feel so guilty for laughing, but it is so funny. The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Kevin, what have you learned about people all these years you've been working on the show? People are dumb. Dumb. 
This one comes out of Texas. A woman, 30 years old, was disguised during a robbery. On November 2nd, a Texas woman wearing an oversized dog head from one Halloween costume and wings <laughs> from another robbed a Houston convenience store before leading cops on a car chase. Oh, it's- wow. It's genius because they'll never find her. They'll never find her in that outfit. Well, that's what you would think, Sherbeen. According to investigators, Colleen Dickens, the 30-year-old mother of two, robbed a stripes store of the total haul was cigarettes and $10 in cash. Oh, man. She then fled the scene in a car, but it didn't take the cops long to find her because she didn't take the costume dog head off. Oh, she was driving so, with it? Yeah, so they're just, um, I'm guessing that's her right there wearing the dog head. Oh, she's got to be better. After a short chase, Dickens emerged from her car still wearing the dog's head. Wow. She's, she's committed. committed right? Yeah, she is. What if she's just ugly? <laughs> there was no dog's head. People are <laughs> oh, that's ugly. just sad. That is, that is sad. Uh, this one comes out of... Usually the dogs just chase the car. They don't drive the car. <laughs> Why would she leave that on the whole time? Idiot. <laughs> She's not making great choices. Uh, this story comes out of Washington. A judge removed his robe oh. and oh, ran on. after two handcuffed inmates who made a run for it in a Washington state courtroom. That doesn't sound like the judge's job. Isn't there a nice. bailiff for that? There's video of this. The guy's name is Judge K.D. Buzzard. And apparently 20-year-old Tanner Jacobson and 28-year-old Cody Howard literally were standing in front of the judge Mm -hmm. and just immediately turned and just made a run for it. Handcuffed? Yes. Where do they think they're going to go? I don't know, but judge threw off the robe and ran after him and caught one of the guys before he got out of the building. Impressive. You do not want to be caught by the judge. No, not Judge Buzzard. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Uh, Both were charged with second-degree escape. Uh, this one is uh, napping American Airlines baggage handler trapped in cargo hold on flight to Chicago. An American Airlines baggage handler fell asleep on the job and ended up flying from Kansas City to Chicago in the belly of a Boeing 737. Oh, God. The employee who works at Kansas City International Airport was working on the ramp for an American Flight 363 on Saturday when he apparently took a nap inside the cargo hold before the flight. I respect it. Nobody noticed that he was missing, and the plane took off at 5.52 a.m. local time, and the worker was still in the forward cargo hold, and they landed in Chicago before he woke up. Whoa. You know, I don't know very much about the belly of the plane, but that's not heated, right? I don't believe so. Isn't it like, su- I mean, you're 40,000 feet in the air. It's super cold in there where your luggage is. He was pretty warm, though, because the uh, Chicago Police Department questioned him, and he said that he was way drunk. Okay. Just, All right. Just oh, my God. Super drunk, <gasps> hungover, drunk, and just passed out. He was, he was stunned. He had no idea. He wakes up. He get, gets off the plane. He's in Chicago. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, you don't expect that when you take a little, a little nap at work. That no. <laughs> does not seem ideal. Uh, This one comes out of Georgia. Authorities say a 34-year-old man accused of robbing a Subway restaurant earlier this month was captured in Tennessee. He was doing, he was robbing restaurants in a couple of different states. Uh, The police department said the suspect later identified as Zachary Miller walked into a restaurant around 10, 15 a.m. They said he ordered a sandwich and he stood there and watched her make the sandwich. Mm -hmm. Then he jumped the counter and said, give me the money. After he had his sandwich made. Huh. We're in a baseball cap. Okay. So takes the money, approximately $100, and runs out. 
Okay. About 30 to 45 seconds later, he comes back in without the baseball hat mm-hmm. to get his sandwich. <laughs> oh, baby. At which point they identified him. Oh, honey. Because he forgot the sandwich. Oh, dear. <laughs> you go to a different subway at that point, right? And finally, the worst criminals in one part of this world. Six would-be robbers walked into an e-cigarette shop in the Belgian suburb of Charleroi in broad daylight, ready to make away with whatever was in the register. But according to BBC News, the quick-thinking clerk told the ne'er-do-wells to come back later, saying that if they did, he would have two to 3,000 euros waiting for them. I oh, no. He they told them to come back. And they I love did. that they, yeah, they called them ne'er-do-wells, too, by the way. <laughs> so. And they actually believed him. The surprise clerk immediately called the police who were sure the group wouldn't return. But they did. An hour before closing, one of the robbers came back and the clerk. I just want you to understand. Yet again suggested they return at closing time instead. So the clerk says, <laughs> look, I know I told you to come back last hour. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to have a lot more money at closing time. Sure. Yeah, cash is just. Cash is just pouring in here. If you just wait a couple hours, man, it's going to be a take. She called the police, and the police were like, he's not going to come back. There's no way. They're not going to come back. That's ridiculous. She got him to come back two different times. Wow. That's amazing. And when they came back for the third and final time, the cops were waiting for them. Five men were arrested, and according to the clerk, quote, they're being called the worst robbers in Belgium. Come on. (laughs) At least you got a title out of it. It's crazy. The worst robbers in Belgium. And that's... Dumb. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. It's time for Cheers with Beer Mug. Beer Mug, he wants to go where everybody knows his name. Yeah. Asking questions with no shame. What do you, what do you... <laughs> He's already drunk <laughs> as a skunk, but people are glad he came. Oh. Beer Mug wants to go where everyone knows his name. Oh, 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 wow. Right? Mugs, tell me about you and your bar. Same bar every time? Same bar every time. The only time I did not go to this bar was uh, when I did Cheers with Beer Mug at Lightning's uh, Going Away Party. Okay. So we went back to O'Grady's in Granada Hills. Mm-hmm. and I mean, It's the same group every time you go? For the most like part. Yeah. For the most part. It's like it's like the television show Cheers. You walk mm-hmm. in and the same people are at their spots and, hey, Phil, hey, Bob, hey, John. And you're one of them now? And I am one of them. Is I, that right? So nice. when you walk in, they greet you, hey, Muggs? They, I feel I'm like a, I'm like a celebrity in there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Tone it down a bit. All right. So you have the K-Rock microphone. Mm-hmm. And you wander around. You talk to people who are drinking. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you ask them questions, and they all give you some pretty interesting answers. What was the question this week? What the best cure for a hangover was. Oh, see, that's genius. Because yeah. people that drink all night probably have the answer to that. Absolutely. All right. So what's the cure to a hangover? I'm here with Big John. Big John, I'm trying to... Hold on. Test one, two. I'm here with Big John. Ah! Test. I'm here with Big John. Big John, what's the best? Can I just butt in and say? <laughs> can I just butt in and say? Why do you keep testing? I because don't know. It's not the microphone not recording isn't the issue. It's you saying things. I might have been a couple down already. No, no, aware of that. But I'm saying even then, you're the problem, not the mic. So you check it every time before you then try again. You're trying to find out what I, why I do what I do, Kevin. It's impossible. You just keep doing what you're doing. Is what I mean. I'm here with Big John. Big John, I'm trying to... Hold on. Test one, two. I'm here with Big John. Ah! Test. I'm here with Big John. Big John, what's the best... I'm here with Big John. Big John, what's the best cure for a hangover? 
Well, in my personal experience, the best cure for hangover is possum stew. So I'm oh. here with Veronica, not oh, Vanessa. Wait, wait, Veronica, no follow-up not- to possum stew? Sounds good to me. I mean, did you not have any follow-up questions or just, I was, just the way it was edited? It was normal. So it's you said, yeah, okay, possum sweet. stew. Sweet. Where can I get some? You didn't even ask that. I know. <laughs> All right. So I'm here with Veronica, not <laughs> Vanessa. Veronica, not Vanessa, what is the best cure for a hangover? You gotta clear out your stomach, so you gotta make yourself vomit. Nice. Okay. Followed by a little bit of sex. Ooh, ooh, you know, I'm sex. Do you brush your teeth, of course? <laughs> 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 ooh, is that a noise you ever want to hear, beer mug mate? Oh. Ooh. Now, um, is Vanessa not Victoria? Is she um, Ver- Vanessa not Veronica? Or Veronica not Vanessa? Is she um, you know, hot? Yeah. Ramson, what's the best cure for a hangover? You're a bartender, so you should know. Mimosa. You got to brunch hard every time you dr- <laughs> Wait, what? I'm here with Alex the White Russian. <laughs> Alex the White Russian, what is the best hangover cure? Oh, in and out 4 by 4 animal-style fries and a large iced tea and a blunt. You're speaking my language. Oh, child, you know. A little bit of the hair of dog that bit you, you know have to have a little bit if you're coming out the same stuff you were drinking the day before or night before what if the stuff you're drinking the night before made you violently ill that's even better because you've got your stomach clean it's empty you need another bit of a bite clyde what's the best cure for a hangover well it's always worked for me a nice little um you know oral pleasure (laughs) it it drains the poison out (laughs) You know, was he giving you a look right then, Muggs? Like, yeah, huh? Tap his and foot. Uh, relieves the headache and relaxes you so you can go back to sleep. Oh my God, that is a that is a fantastic answer, Clyde. Best way to cure a hangover at the uh, at that moment. At that moment, there's nothing you could do about it. Get ready, don't work. You just gotta either do another shot or drink again. But at the end of the day, we have. Uh, all kinds of technology in the world, but not one person created a pill or a drink to cure hangovers. And that's so crazy. Elon Musk is the next guy to do it, probably, right? <laughs> <laughs> if he's not too busy. Now, right? here's my favorite <laughs> guy. The pause after this guy says it. It's a shame technology hasn't done it. The long pause, and then Muggs comes in with so little energy. (laughs) Elon Musk, guys. And that's so crazy. Elon Musk is the next guy to do it, probably, right? (laughs) Excuse me? Elon Musk is the next guy to probably do it. Well, he put a plane in the, or a car in the, in the Mars or something like that, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 He can do it. He put a car on Mars. Did you guys know that? That was at the end of the night, I think. Really? What a surprise. <laughs> um, so none of them really know. Yeah, I, I think there were some good tips in there, Allie. I mean, there's nothing I mean, new. I it's hair in the yeah. dog and it's throw up. I mean, you sure? <laughs> I mean, Allie's pointing. <laughs> Allie's pointing at the junk, sure. Menudo. Mm, can't eat menudo. No. Uh, my people make a mean menudo. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Introducing Rock and Roll. We attempted to come up with a list of our favorite Christmas songs on the air the other day, and I would say failed pretty badly. I think it went pretty well. 
We were trying to get a consensus on a top five greatest Christmas songs of all time, and clearly we were doomed from the start. But then the other problem is, as our listeners pointed out, is how do you talk about the greatest Christmas music of all time and not include fruitcake? There was not a mention of fruitcake in the entire discussion. Yeah. No fruitcake, no peace, right? Yeah, it's pretty solid. Pretty solid. Yeah. It is our favorite, and around this time of year, we start getting uh, emails and tweets and Facebook page requests for a little Fred Schneider fruitcake. Could we hear some of that, please? And then maybe we need to talk about some of the other great Christmas songs that we didn't get a chance to do when we were putting our list together. What you making? Fruitcake. What you baking? Fruitcake. Candy cherries. Red dye number two. Green cherries. Green ones. No, you know, I didn't like Fred Snyder that much, but uh-huh. this is genius. Okay. It's fruitcake. Pecans or walnuts. Just start listing things. Citrus peel. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. Add what you feel. Sticks of butter. Cinnamon. Mo molasses. Lots of dark rum. Artificial color. Okay. <laughs> Artificial flavor. So it's really just a shopping if list. If your family don't want it, exactly. give it to a neighbor. It's fruitcake. It's fruitcake. Pretty what tough to making? beat. Pretty tough right. to beat right there. So that was, we got a lot of, heard from a lot of people that said, hey guys, what about uh, Fred Schneider? And then we heard from another contingent of listeners who, you know, God bless him, been with the show for a while, who said, hey, it's not Christmas for me until I hear a little story about Santa on a helicopter. Santa Claus. There it is. There it on is. Santa Claus. Boy, that's painful. On We should do Bean, and I think this might be part of the problem is uh, we put one comedy song in our top five. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should take that out, finish our top five greatest songs, and then do top five funniest Christmas That's songs. That's a good idea. Oh, I and see. then you could put Separate Fruitcake list. in there, and you could right. put Wing in there. Like Otherwise, we don't have room for it. Well, I think Fruitcake makes the cut either way, but I, I take your point. Sure, why not? Santa Claus, he visited us today, December 24th. It's coming right now in a helicopter, not a traditional sleigh cart. Sleigh cart. She really wants to make that point. Listen, uh, this is how it works. He uses a helicopter, not a traditional, not a traditional sleigh, sleigh cart. Because we all call it a sleigh cart. Right. He lives in the front yard, front yard. of a nursery. Of a nursery. Of the baby's kind for moms. He fits them well if they are hungry. Now, we're not positive what she says there. <laughs> we're positive what she doesn't say, though, right? I know it sounds like that, but she doesn't say that. But if it's what I heard, <laughs> it's no way to time. treat a baby. That's no, what I have isn't. to say. That's correct. The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock K R O Q. You gently. They formed a band they named Tanisha And then they got to pick a destiny. Rocking and freaking rolling and freaking rocking. The government totally sucks your mother trucker. The government totally 
Guys dancing to to the intro is awesome. There's for, nothing better. Uh, There's yeah. nothing better. And uh, second of all, Ali, you've been begging for the D. You can't wait for the D. I don't stop talking about the D. And the D is here, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Jack Glass, yep. Kyle Gass, yeah. triumphant you. return on K Rock. How are you, boys? Ah, uh, that's uh, that's the best way to wake up. Yeah. <laughs> to is. your own glorious yes. package. <laughs> of, uh, Still you know, the best in the snippets biz. of our best How do you guys hits. Do it? Sometimes it surprises you as well. Uh, uh, we're good. How are you? Good. You have been uh, very busy making the rounds about the uh, post-apocalypto, which we cannot wait to talk about. Yeah. You have been you have been everywhere. We have seen way too much of Kyle's body in the How to Draw video. You love it, though. Uh, you, you make it viral, though. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> and you did the uh, you did the Hot Wings challenge too, which I was fascinated yeah. by. You've no, for people who don't know what that is, tell folks what that is. It's a it's talk show where uh, the the host and the guest eat hot wings that start at very mild and get progressively spicier until you get to the bomb, which is <laughs> it's one through ten, which is uh, only on number the, eight, by the way, on the heto meter. Okay, <laughs> but number eight is the hottest one, and it's brutal. And uh, weirdly, it it got kind of like a. Intimate. He like he dug deep with some good questions. Well, that's their too. hook. Let's see, yeah. they got you off balance. With yeah. No, it was a great. It was a great interview. But you know, you guys don't have to keep going. You can stop at any time. And we you can? both. You both ran the table and went all the way to the end and ate the hottest wings in the world. We heard that like Weird Al Yankovic went the whole way or whatever. It just became it, it becomes competitive when you find out who, what celebrities mm. made it all the way through 10. You don't want to be you don't one be of the, a loser where they go, no. oh, Jack Black no. was in here. He didn't do anything. And you also don't want to be one of the nibblers because if you if you uh, get a reputation no. for going in there and just taking a tiny little bite of a wang right. and count that as I ate that wing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, I, that's not how we roll. You're a purist. We eat the whole damn wing. Right. <laughs> I've never seen two people more miserable during an interview, though. I mean, oh it was, I really thought you were going to have to be taken to the hospital. I really thought you were going to pass out or something. We did, too. There's actually. probably been a case of someone dying from too spicy a wang. Well, like you said, if you get the spice on the wrong part of your body, oh my God. bad things can happen. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. You got to be careful. You got to definitely wash up wash up good before you touch any part of your body gotcha. after that show. Yeah. Noted. Like your wang. Right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about hot wang. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason, I... the reason you've been everywhere is because of Post Apocalypto, which is your new web series available on YouTube. Yeah. How is it legally oh. allowed on YouTube? And Episode not even you, two. Let's not, just start with that. And not even YouTube Red, right? No. How did they? How did you get this? This is straight up animated pornography. How is whoa, it available whoa, whoa. on the internet? Well, whoa, that would whoa, be whoa. the case if there were no artistry. It's called I've, art. <laughs> it's called art. It. Well, yeah, I don't know what you call it, but I wouldn't call it pornography. I think. Mm -hmm. uh, it's actually some of our sweetest stuff we've ever done. There's, is it? There's, yes, there's always an emotional 
core to the uh, it's tender to the sexualization of <laughs> yeah. the D. <laughs> you know what I've always wanted to ask you guys that I never have for mm. each of you individually. When did you first start playing music as a as a kid? What and and what <clears throat> uh, what drew you to it? Well, we had to play recorder in fifth grade. I think Both all kids you? in California. Not me. No, not Jack. That's right. how no, you started, though, Kyle, was recorder? Yeah, Kyle, Kyle's recorder. talking about his, his, uh, his friends from this class in 1923. <laughs> <laughs> they all had to play recorder. All right, so, <laughs> Kyle, you're playing the recorder, yeah. but most, most people would just do that because they have to and they need the school credit, but then obviously something... No, I never stopped. I never you, stopped playing. You still play it? Uh, yes, I do. How many yeah, instruments balance. do you now play, Kyle? Because I know you obviously you are a tremendously accomplished. No, guitar I can you really. Teach it, but... uh, yeah, I can only play a guitar. And you play words. ukulele? Oh no, that's it's a stringed instrument. I'm, I'm saying okay. wrong. You know, we've only won one Grammy, and it was for our cover of a Ronnie James Dio song, "The Last in Line." People are still mad about that. Dude. Was it the last really? in line? Wait, which which yeah. song did we win? Yeah, the... <laughs> it was the last. And Cage ripped a, an amazing recorder solo. Nice. That I'm convinced is the reason we got the Grammy. Cute. That so, up. so you no can make kidding. fun of, of Kyle's recorder, but <laughs> you got it. it's, got, in it's the got, computer. got a satanic power that's unparalleled. <laughs> I don't think we have a satanic power. All right. It opens All right. a portal. Right. Every it releases time the Kraken. What about, <laughs> what about you, Jack? Well, I was singing a lot as a, as a kid. I would, I would sing along to, to albums uh, at home, and uh, I did a lot of four-track recording of, of harmonies in, in high school. But uh, it wasn't until uh, I joined forces with Kyle in the late 80s that... Uh, he taught me how to play acoustic guitar. He was my, my guitar teacher. And it was that long ago? Best stoner friend. No. Wow. Yeah, dude, we go wow. back to the 80s. Wow. Old. That's amazing. Oh, do, 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 um, people. And when we did started you start? working on oh. Tribute, our first song. We worked on that for about, I'm going to say, a year and a half. <laughs> and then we had our first concert where yeah. we only had one song. It was Tribute. And it was pretty powerful. And weirdly, in the audience... Was Harry Shearer of of uh, oh wow of the tap. Spinal, tap. Yeah. Spinal Tap and, and, and he was uh, was uh, vying he thought he thought we should be called pets or meat, but we went with Tenacious D against his wishes. <laughs> so the D has been together for thirty years or close to it. Yeah, and that's right. Yeah, please tell me you guys are going to last forever. Oh yeah. Well, well uh, I mean, do you drive each other crazy? Oh, we'll never. Uh, no, we'll never. We'll never. You'll never uh, break up. No, not. Well, okay. I mean, we yeah. break up every time we play live, but we always get back together. <laughs> I mean, uh, we'll never the not get back is, together. Not is there. The gotcha. I can't okay. retire yet. Because no. you guys, see, it's you money. Guys, it's straight money. It's straight. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. You guys are. Uh, I think for a lot of us, you are our best friend goals, and that's why we're so happy every time we see you guys together, still enjoying the the rock. You know what yeah. I mean? So. Oh, Kyle's going in for the hug. Oh, Jack, look at that. Oh, Jack, oh, this is Jack sweet. Back. But Jack Just didn't really want much of it. It was weird. It uh, was he didn't weird. really want no, that yeah. hug. Yeah. No, that was... Yeah. That was All right. <laughs> that was <laughs> strange. That was unrequited. It was a little creepy. Yeah. Uh, we love <laughs> you guys. Thanks for coming by. Love you. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. You're all doing great. Except for Kevin. K-Rock. It's time for the Afro Line. 323-520-AFRO. If you want to leave a, a message the old-fashioned way, you can do it at that uh, number. Um, you remember when, Allie, you were doing the Christopher Robin? No, I don't, You were Kevin. so moved emotionally uh-huh. by the idea of this coming back. Yeah, it's Christopher Robin. He finally meets up with Winnie the Pooh for the first time in decades. Mm-hmm. He hasn't seen his old friend. I was tearing up. You were crying before we started playing uh, yeah, the trailer. because it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen, and I couldn't wait to play it for you guys. So you started playing it, and uh-huh. then about halfway in... Yep. 
DJ Omar Khan put in a fart sound effect. Sure did. And you screamed. I lost my ass. You were so angry slash depressed. I was disappointed. Disappointed. Yes. (laughs) And that's what the first call's about. Oh my God, I am crying listening to Allie and the Christopher Robin trailer. (laughs) And I'm I'm so emotional. And then, who? I don't know to be sad anymore or just elated. Thank you so much, guys. Love you. Yeah. It uh, it changed some people. It really did. For the better. Mm -hmm. Kevin and Pete, I love you. Alcohol is a hell of a drug, right? Yeah. Remember when we were doing uh, Great News and Dave came in with a story about Malachi? Oh, for the love. <laughs> that touching story about Malachi? Yeah, sure do. And afterwards, Allie said, are you sure it wasn't Malachi? Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. It's me, Malachi. I was wondering if Diav was there. Diav? <laughs> well I mean, played. he probably said Malachi as Malachi 20 times during the story and yeah. every time I'm like he's gonna catch it yeah nope Mm-mm. plus you don't know whether to butt in because you don't want to it was a touching story uh, he and was you don't in stop the, the moment, moment. Right. yeah but mm-hmm. hey there's a new theme for what's happening oh what's happening what's happening what's happening in your butt oh okay well that's like a whole it. different segment we have been talking about telling jokes and how people tend to not be able to tell them mm-hmm. this guy proves this wrong how does Reese eat her ice cream Witherspoon. <laughs> okay. All in the delivery. Yep. <laughs> uh, here's another joke. Why did Kevin cross the road? Be- because uh, terrorist <laughs> si- situations, <laughs> a- aliens. Uh-huh. Maybe it's just something we'll never know the answer to. <laughs> just my luck. Dude called back. Speaking of terrorist situations, Kevin, come on. Hit it, Steve. Let's hear it. Come on, Steve. Let's go, Steve. Terrorist situations. Huh, Kevin? Huh? I'd rather not. Steve, hit it. And now, it's time for a moment with Kevin. It's weird to see people jump from, I'm not positive what the answer is, to, uh, it must be, you know, infallible word of God, or, you know, uh, in the terrorist, <laughs> you know, situations, or UFOs. They go, uh, it's unidentified, so... It must be alien. You go, no. It's just maybe a, a question that we'll never know the answer to. That guy that speaks truth. That was a moment with Kevin. That guy speaks truth. That's all I know. Oh. Um, Stryker. Yeah. Calls mm-hmm. the Afro line. Yeah, he does. Sometimes repeatedly. Kevin and Bean at Stryker. Have you had the hot cocoa at K-Rock, which is free by that cage? <laughs> it is the best hot cocoa I've ever had. And by the way, there is a cage right by the, the cage, machine. It's the, odd. The cage is the prize closet, uh-huh. in quotes. Mm-hmm. I think that's where they keep t-shirts and stuff like that. Okay. But it's literally a cage with a lock on it. Yeah. I don't know what's going on here. There may be stuff going on after hours that we don't know about in there. Right. Yeah. Uh, Stryker called back. The reason why the cocoa is so good is... I don't like hot milk. I generally don't like hot liquids. Mm -hmm. I never had coffee. Anyway, hot liquids are not in my wheelhouse. So the hot cocoa, though, at K-Rock, which is free out of the machine, Mm -hmm. the 
top quarter inch inside the eight ounce cup is so uh, bubbly. Mm-hmm. And then you're halfway through, and by the time you get halfway, it's down to the bottom, and it's not too chocolatey <laughs> and not too hot. Phew. Hello? Oh, Striker. God bless him. Striker, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm so embarrassed by that. What? Call. No, it's, oh. it's entertaining. It's endlessly entertaining. I love it. What but, are you, but, um, but what are you doing? I honestly think I've I've been lonely the last four weeks. Oh, that's sad. Oh, if you add up the amount of people I've spoken to outside of work, it's one. And I feel like sometimes when exciting things happen, my wife's not around, no one's around. I just want to tell you guys how happy I am because there's a few things that really. So I don't collect shoes. I don't really. My car is just normal. What's happening? I don't know, but he just What's changed going, conversations, right? On? No, no, I'm okay. getting to something. Oh, this is the same. So, okay. Three things that I, I would say that very that make me very happy, okay. like optimum mm-hmm. happiness, would be I would I'll pay for air conditioning, iceberg lettuce wedge, and the top quarter inch of the foam on the hot chocolate make mm-hmm. me extremely happy, and I, I had no okay. one to tell. All right. Why don't you? How come you're in seclusion? What's happening with you? <laughs> First, I've been you're very, very like social a crab lately, and using all my energy at work, and then I don't want to talk to anybody. Right. Okay. And then when I Good things happen. Mm-hmm. I love you guys, so I just call you on the Afro line, and then sometimes I get distracted. And then the last time I figured, I don't think I hung up, but I really like you guys, and I don't see you that often. Oh. Well, we I don't mean, see you very I often. I will say this hearing about uh, tuna sandwiches <laughs> and now hearing about the foam, I feel it's brought us closer as a people. Yeah, well, the thing with the tuna wasn't don't just care. that the tuna nope. was don't good. Care. Don't, don't care. The ratio Ted, of the care. iceberg don't. lettuce to the tuna, which Allie made was it trying, the, Allie was trying just to smooth I was that over. Just, uh, I was uh, buttoning this up with right. a nice little bow. <laughs> what? Do you button it up with a bow? I don't think so. Not but. sure. <laughs> Striker, get some friends. Okay. First we love all. you. And I second of all, he tagged our van. I don't know what? if you saw that. What? What kind of an animal is Striker that would take a can of spray paint and... T- and Tag over our tagging. Oh, striker. Yeah, I wrote my name so small, it's like the size of eight ants. I wrote it in like uh, some one of the letters And there. you thought we wouldn't see it? That was art you were painting over. <laughs> yes, Picasso. It was total <laughs> art. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.